Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. something very interesting. We're going to tip hell on its head, like last week we tipped disappointments on its head, and we're going to celebrate every moment of pain and torture and hell on this week's episode of An Emerging Forest. on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs. Welcome to an emerging forest, a safe place where we have the freedom to think about life without judgment. We take a look at society. We examine it. And we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter. Welcome, everyone. It's a little bit after 9 p.m. on a Sunday night in March. It's the third Sunday night in March, the 17th, March 17th, 2019. Almost a quarter of the year is already changed, already gone past. And I was thinking about last week's theme, and I had talked to several people, several people had listened to the show, and so what I wanted to spend tonight's show doing is I want to spend tonight's show talking about the moments in our lives that have been absolutely horrible, and that what they are is not absolutely horrible. What they are is absolutely worthy of an incredible amount of joy and actual celebration. So I know some people in that I'm directly connected to are going through a lot of turmoil in their life right now. And 
lot of people, even more than um, a great deal of people that I was just, I'm connected to, including myself, had some illness, personal illness, and it was uh, pretty bad that they just went through. And um, I just like to talk about um, bad circumstances or things that we perceive are bad circumstances. If you are interested in being on the show tonight, you can be on the show. If you are interested in listening in by telephone to the show, as always, the uh, call-in line is 646 9714. That number again is 646-564-9714. So the analogy to for this week's program is how do you know yourself? How do you know who you really are? And When you're in society's um, uh, pizza and beer existence, traveling through school, getting a job, being on that, you know, being the hamster on the wheel, run, 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 get married, have a family, or have relationships, develop your business, develop your the business that you work for if you have a job and life seems to have certain stages of existence and even even in that life there's um there's events that might happen but in general in a life like that you're going to have things that you anticipate having. I mean, for a life like that, you anticipate, you know, relatives having problems or your own health problems due to onset of age and onset of um, diet-related illness. Um, Maybe there's a car accident. But most of those are pretty um, pretty easy to imagine. You know, relatives could have, um, or yourself, you could have impaired children. Something that's sort of easy to say, oh, this is pretty common. But the people that I'm talking about and the issues that I'm talking about further than that, I don't know how to say it. Um, They're sort of, you have a problem and people can get really upset and you can um, only emerge from that 
period of darkness, as if you want to call it that. And then you look back on that period of darkness and you say, um, that was a pretty amazing time because I did some pretty wild things and I found out a lot about myself because I was able to experience some things that aren't the nine to five, that aren't the um, the menu-driven society. I was able to be outside of that society for a certain period of time. It might have been days, it might have been weeks. However long you were outside of the society and you were able to maybe not look at the society, maybe that's not what you were doing, but you were becoming familiar with yourself or you were becoming familiar with other people and you understand yourself a little bit better or you're more in touch with yourself because you were actually to rely on yourself rather than just to um, wave money at a problem or um, just, you know, use uh, one of, you know, Medicaid, you know, standard, oh, I'll just uh, take this standard choice in society where I use this medical procedure or where I use some medication to make it all go away. You actually saw a rough, a rough edge, you saw the edge of what society covers and you were able to deal with it yourself. You didn't need anyone else to deal with it. So why is tonight's program about celebrating hell, celebrating disaster, celebrating a situation that you would not wish on anyone and if you were actually confronted if you were actually given if you were actually in a restaurant and that restaurant gave you a menu and said here's what's going to happen to you during the next 15 years of your life And you would say, why in the world would I do this to myself? And even if they say, here are the insights that you will gain, you say, I don't, I don't value those. Look at, look, at, look at what I'm left with. Look at where I am in my life. Because people in the society value safety. They value security and they value things that are programmed into them to value. And they don't value certain other things that I find to be more valuable. I value being able to appreciate myself. 
instead of um, valuing my education and valuing what I'm able to do with my education, I value myself and my own spine and my own um, persistence and determination, own willingness to dig into things very deeply much more than I value my education. So what... So it is only... It is only when you say... It is only when you get to the the edge of what society covers, the mask of society. It's only when you get to the edge of that that you're able to encounter yourself. Because up until that point, you're you're only you're only you're giving all the credit to society. Oh, society provided me with this job. And society gave me this education. And society um allowed me to earn these dollars and society is why I have an apartment and a car and society is why I'm able to have meaning because society gave all those things to you only as a result of disaster it's only as a result of trans trans um transcending um, or what do you, how do I want to say this? It's only as a result of complete disaster and apocalypse that you change. Now, maybe some people can volunteer for that and say, I mean, but how would you say I, I, I need to be completely, um, I need to have my, how I relate, I need to have how I relate to everything, including myself, changed a hundred times. The only way the only way that I can see that that's going to happen is there's some drastic change that happens in your life and that continues to happen in your life. So that even the assumptions that you make from day to day become, you know, as you go from one level of safety, oh, I think I'm safe here, to an understanding that you're safe everywhere and things will change and you accept change. And then once you become okay with having change happen, 
change happens of its own pace, but you're not surprised by it. Disaster Disaster is something outside of the ordinary. And hell is the persistence of disaster. Understand I can't I can't understand even the first part of my life when I actually liked being in a situation that wasn't uh, more or less set where I would go to school for a certain number of years and get out and then go find a job somewhere and then work for that company for a certain number of years and you could see off into the future, you could see, okay, I'm going to be here doing this, and everything is sort of set. Because once you get into that type of understanding, your life ceases to have haste. Oh, it's Christmas again. Oh, it's the company um, holiday party again. How many years can you do that? Vacation again. Should I get a new car this year? It, your Your life is just... I don't I don't know how people do that. I mean they do they distract themselves with alcohol, do they distract distract themselves with television? I couldn't. I didn't. For some reason my soul caused me to eject myself from society with a string of disasters. <laughs> to the point where I appreciate disaster and disaster is my friend. And when something happens like that, I'm looking at it saying, oh, this isn't a disaster. This is an opportunity. Something good will happen. Certainly in the moment, you're like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? But I'm no longer even cursing or swearing. I'm looking at the situation saying, hmm, I wonder what will happen next. And it won't be bad because it never has been. It's always been. Now, society's viewpoint and society looking at what happened, Society might say it's bad. Just look at your social, your place in society before 
versus your place in society after disaster happens. But from my own perspective, being the person who is undergoing situations rather than the spectators watching me undergo the situation, I have a lot more uh, value of myself now and care and appreciation of myself now than I ever did when I was um, playing society's game of have a job and um, take home a paycheck and have a car and drive around and go on business trips. I think this is a really good time to, although it's a little early, this is a really good time take a break and I'm going to play my favorite song Dave the Bard Green and Gray see y'all in a few minutes
International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time.
Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Thank you, Robin. Thank you so much. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Robin, for another Sunday where I can talk and maybe someone will listen. Because I think some things happen to me during my life that allow me to see how things work. Maybe it's how things work for me, but I've been able to talk to a good number of people and it's how things work for them too. Disaster. Disaster, disaster. And why you should celebrate disaster. So let's say there's a wheel of life and that you go into an emergency situation after disaster hits. You quote-unquote heal. You learn. And then for the rest of the way, the rest of your life, you're hypersensitive to that particular disaster modality or the way it happened. You never want to have it happen to you again. That is an interesting way of looking at it, and I think that's the way most people look at it. They say, I never, ever, ever want to do that again. But I want to make an analogy. So... Diving into disaster is like going to the gym. It's like juggling the ball. If you juggle a ball and you juggle the ball and you drop it and you just look at it, it's on the floor. You juggled one ball, two balls. And for some reason, you're so disgusted that you stop. Or there's something gets in your way and you just stop. You don't do that again. How is it that you are going to get better at it? You're putting no practice in. You're not causing the wheel to turn on that skill at all. So we're all very familiar with skills like public speaking, writing. To some extent, uh, logical thought. How to make an argument, how to be, how to make an argument and actually answer the question instead of today's political folks who 
completely avoid answering the question and avoid having to think so they don't and they're all stupid. Or they think they're so intelligent because they've never actually answered any of the questions. They just dodge everything. So if you completely avoid anything outside of the breadcrumb life, all right, it's okay, go take those courses, get good grades, go get a job, they'll throw money at you, you'll be an upstanding citizen, you'll be able to support a family, this will go on for a certain number of years, and then you'll have some later years, twilight years of your life. All menu-driven, all easily written, all just like Hallmark, you know, Hallmark card life. Or do you actually have to hunt for opportunity happen or appreciate appreciate getting going to the bottom of the barrel appreciate being in certain circumstances that you never would have anticipated poor not having food not having a roof over your head, staying in homeless shelters. Stretching your character. Stretching your character in a gymnasium that you did not know existed. And then seeing that there's a gymnasium every direction for every skill and for every broadening of character. And that maybe who you are wasn't who you thought you were. And that maybe society's description of all of the possibilities is incredibly limited that you could be something very different. Be here for something very different. Something that you can't even imagine until disaster pushes you to fight back. Because you don't want to die. And then you realize, when you begin to realize not the strength of your muscles, but the strength, not the strength of your intellect, that your soul is bringing you events for your betterment, and that the blows that you're receiving from the hammer of God is actually you hitting yourself. 
in order to create a stronger, more vibrant, able person. And then what you do look for is you do look for challenges because you have a burning question in your mind and the burning question in your mind is how am I going to find out who I am without challenging myself? To that is you can't. You have to. How does it look to other people? How does it look to people outside? How does it look to people who are watching you? How does it look to people who are still in society and think that any accident, any small issue is terrible? It looks like you're a wing nut. It looks like you're a masochist. Because you're constantly hurting yourself. You're constantly in disastrous situations. But you're trying to get yourself skilled enough so that you can live inside tornado. Criticize you and they point fingers at you and they say, Who are you to be doing these things? And oh, you're just you're just trying to show off. I don't care if it looks like I'm trying to show off. I'm trying to actually resuscitate my own heart so that I can start even to think about living. Because this society's definition of living is pathetic. And the only way I can get back to my real level of thought, of thinking and being and acting, making the mental chains upon myself of my own personal limitations. I have the freedom to do what I want myself. Even if behind closed doors, or eat and eat, and especially if it's not in public, I have the freedom to I want to do to myself. And I have the freedom to engage in legal activities and sell produce and do other things and engage people in wanting better nutritional value products. And engage people in understanding their bodies are not limited to where their fingers and toes end.
reason I'm broadcasting this show is not about me. Certainly, my stories are entertaining, but my story is not the one that has your ears on it, not why this show is being broadcast, not why you are listening to it, the reason for the recording. Not so I can listen to it again. So that you'll be inspired. Your path. So that you'll understand that when you begin, when you make conscious commitment to your path. It's going to happen to you. Test you. And say, do you love life? Do you understand what life is? And you could say, oh, I don't like this. I want to call back inside my corporate life again. I don't like it out here. I don't like when the hammer hits me. I don't like when this great big calcified piece of construct programming gets broken off of my mind and falls away and I lie there screaming saying I don't understand my life I don't understand what I'm here for I used to think that I would just get to 65 and retire and then go buy a house in Florida or someplace like that or maybe go live in Costa Rica Open these. But now I don't know what's going to happen five months from now. I don't know what's going to happen this week. I don't know what opportunities I'm going to have. I have no idea where my life is going. Certainly. Complete chaos. It's a disaster. It's perfect. When you get to the point walking your path that you can say your life is a complete disaster. You'll say to yourself, do I want to be less of a complete disaster or do I want to be more of a complete disaster? And you want more 
Because I want more. I want to be able to cuddle more balls. I want to be able to stand more circumstances that are insane. I want to appreciate myself more. And I want you to appreciate yourself more. Oh, my gosh. Please be passionate about your life. Please find something in your life to be passionate about. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening this week. I'm just not going to make it to the one-hour mark. Changing so much. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Have a great night. See you next week. If you want to contact me, my email is R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N at gmail.com I run a small business selling produce in the southeastern Pennsylvania and southern New Jersey area. I also consult to help people in other areas find wholesalers. And you can email me and ask me about that. I am on Instagram as the number two cruise club. So the numeral two G-R-O-D-U-C-E-C-L-U-D. And you can find people who are connected to me who I've helped get to wholesalers and how it's changed their lives. Because it has changed their lives. Have a great night. See you next week. for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Mm-hmm.